Hi everyone, I'm Chloe, and welcome back to another episode of What's Up WWE Universe, the podcast where we recap pay-per-views, Raw, NXT, 2.0, and SmackDown, and talk about news, rumors, wrestlers, matches, and everything going on in the WWE Universe. Of course, this is our Season 2 premiere, so... Welcome to the second season of this podcast. I'm very glad you guys have stuck around for this long. Um, if you've been listening, of course, since our very first episode. But before we get started, make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Tell everyone you know so then we can keep our audience growing and spreading. And if you haven't already, make sure you go check out our Facebook page at What's Up WW Universe Pod. And if you are listening on Spotify, drop a vote and let me know so far what are you most excited for at the Royal Rumble this year. Now let's go ahead and kick off this episode and recap this past week's episode of Monday Night Raw. So on this past week's episode of Monday Night Raw, we started out the night with Paul Heyman coming out, he realigned with the new WWE champion, Brock Lesnar. Of course, if y'all saw the birthday haul video that I posted on the Facebook page a few months ago, then you know that I got tickets to day one, so I was there. It was such an amazing night. It was such a letdown that we didn't get to see Brock Lesnar take on Roman Reigns. Like We were literally outside waiting to get in when we found out the news that Roman had tested positive for COVID, and it was such a letdown that we didn't get to see that match. But still, it was a great night, and Brock even brought in a steel step to stand on in the ring, and Brock gave Roman Reigns a shout-out and told him to get well soon and said, acknowledge me, so a big shot to Roman Reigns, and he thanked Paul for helping him win the WWE Championship at day one for pulling some strings and then even helping him to become a free agent back um during the time of the draft and Paul trashed Roman and Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins but he gave some credit to Bobby Lashley and Big E but he said that they'd still lose to Brock and then we saw Riddle showed Randy Orton his Migos inspired look of course because they were in their entrance at day one that was such an incredible entrance um and he proposed starting a rap group with Randy. He even brought up his fish swim shady. But Randy did not approve that look. And Randy reminded Riddle to, throughout this year, listen to him more. Because it leads to success. And before their match with the Alpha Academy, they came out and Chad Gable said that his New Year's resolution is for the Alpha Academy to become the Raw Tag Team Champions, and they attacked RK-Bro before the actual match started. So we got to see that match, and at the end, it was the Alpha Academy who actually overcame RK-Bro. So it was Otis who finished off Matt, um, Riddle with a Power Slam. So maybe we'll get to see the Alpha Academy take on RK-Bro for the Raw Tag Team Championships at the Royal Rumble. And then we saw Bobby Lashley, he didn't even, like, let MVP talker say it. All he said ahead of the Fatal 4-Way was, Brock Lesnar fears him. 
So, yeah, Bobby definitely had his eyes on Brock. And then we saw Kevin Patrick asked Omos his reaction to AJ Styles' comments about him being trash and everything. But Omos just gave Kevin Patrick a hand to the face, and he said, that is my reaction. So, Omos, a man of little words, but he's a big man with little words. Let's just say that. <laughs> and then we saw Tamina and Akira Tozawa versus Dana Brooke and Reggie. And if Tamina or basically anyone could pin Dana, then they would become the 24-7 champion during that match. And it was a pretty good match, but during the match, Akira Tozawa bumped into Tamina and she slapped him, so not very good teamwork between these two. But it was Reggie who was able to seal the win for him and Dana. And then we saw Becky Lynch coming out. And after her victory over Liv Morgan at day one, Becky said that the women in the Raw locker room can't beat her. And she says that she's become a work of art and crushed everyone's resolutions including Liv Morgan's who interrupted and she actually got some new theme music and says that she was so close to winning at day one but Becky said that she planned to hold onto the Raw Women's Championship forever basically and then Bianca Belair interrupted and isn't buying Becky's hype and she said that she had a dewdrop detour but she says that she has her eyes back on Becky, and Becky mocked both Liv and Bianca, and Liv told Bianca to get to the back of the line, but Bianca was like, nah, I have more history with Becky than you do. And then Becky told them both to get out of the ring, but then they attacked her, and then they started brawling with each other before Becky came in and broke it up and manhandle slammed Bianca. And then we saw Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens try to compromise what to do during the Fatal 4-Way to beat Bobby Lashley and Big E. And they came up for one of them to win the Fatal 4-Way. And then maybe, I don't know what, what was it, but at some point face or have a match for the WWE Championship with each other at WrestleMania. So they were trying to plan out, but... We just had to wait and see until the match later. And then we saw Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley versus Carmella and Queen Zelina for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And it was Carmella and Queen Zelina who were able to get the victory. And then we saw the Street Profits declared for the Royal Rumble. And then the Mysterios also declared for the Royal Rumble. And then we saw the Street Profits take on Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. And it was the Street Profits who were able to win when Montez Ford delivered a frog splash to Apollo Crews for them to win. And then ahead of his United States Championship match against Dolph Ziggler. And he could lose the championship by disqualification or countout. Damian Priest said that he knew that he could keep his cool, but he could beat Dolph Ziggler either way, whether he's snapped or he's just cool. And then we saw, before that match, we saw Dewdrop complain to Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville about Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan getting another chance at Becky Lynch and demanded an opportunity. 
And so Sonia set up a triple threat next week between Bianca, Liv, and Dewdrop, where the winner will get to face Becky. So we're going to see that match. And then we saw Damian Priest versus Dolph Ziggler for the United States Championship. We, and of course, Robert Roode was at ringside for Dolph Ziggler. And he pulled Damian Priest off the top rope during the match. And during this match, Damian snapped and attacked Robert. And he almost used a steel chair on him. But he got back in the ring, but still knocked Robert off the apron with the steel chair. And then we saw Austin Theory met up with Vince McMahon, and he told them that he is going to be in the Royal Rumble match. So, a very big opportunity for Austin Theory, that's for sure. And, oh, and one thing, I didn't get to write this down, but we will be seeing Alexa Bliss return to WWE. I was thinking, of course, with Damien. By the way, did I say he won that match? He was able to retain. If I did not, he retained his United States Championship. But we will be seeing Alexa Bliss and her journey back to Raw next week. So I don't know if she's going to have a totally different character. Of course, like I've mentioned, since The Fiend's gone, it doesn't really make a ton of sense anymore. So we'll have to see, um, you know, if she has a big character change. And then we saw... The Miz and Maurice came out and said that they were outraged by what happened with day one with Edge and Beth Phoenix. That was a crazy moment when Beth Phoenix came out. Everyone lost their minds. It was awesome. And they were also, of course, outraged by their brood bla- their brood bath when they had their wedding vow renewal. And they said that they know that true love always wins. And they say that Edge hid behind his wife, but the crowd agrees that that's what The Miz does. And Maurice said that if Beth Phoenix was there, that she'd punch her right in the face. But then Beth and Edge interrupted, and Edge said that he knew The Miz would complain about his loss. And Beth said that what happened at day one was all her idea. And Edge proposed that he and Beth would face The Miz at the Royal Rumble. And The Miz accepted for himself and Maurice, but Maurice did not seem too keen about that, and she argued with the Miz about it, and then Beth almost punched Maurice down, but Maurice kind of cowered and fell down, so we are going to be talking about that match a little later in this episode, and then we saw Big E said that he is ready to start his path back to the WWE Championship by winning that Fatal 4-Way match, and then we saw AJ Styles versus Omos, a huge win for Omos. He had a two-handed choke slam that put away AJ's AJ Styles, and so we'll have to see where the road goes for Omos and AJ Styles. And then we saw Kevin Owens versus Big E versus Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley, where the winner would get to face. Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. There were so many crazy moments during this match between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins throwing Big E through a table during the match and Big E and Bobby Lashley chasing Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins into the arena and roll into the crowd and out of the arena. They were fighting backstage where they used a bunch of weapons there and Big E even threw Kevin Owens through a merch table and with Kevin Owens, you know, flipping off of 
I don't really know how to describe it, but he took a big flip, that's for sure. And the winner of this match was Bobby Lashley. And so he hit Kevin Owens with the spear to pick up the victory. And after the match, we saw Brock Lesnar watching. And he said to tell Roman Reigns that he would see him on Friday on SmackDown. So it didn't look like he was finished with Roman quite yet. So that is it for the Raw recap. Now let's recap NXT 2.0 New Year's Evil. So on NXT 2.0 New Year's Evil, we started out the night with Carmelo Hayes versus Roderick Strong in a championship unification match. So whoever won would get both the Cruiserweight Championship and the North American Championship. And it was a heck of a fight, but it was Carmelo Hayes. He proved that he is a true A champion, and he is now the North American Champion and the Cruiserweight Champion. So a big night for Carmelo Hayes for sure. And then we saw... Tommaso Ciampa and AJ Styles, they were talking about, um, you know, Tommaso's championship match and then AJ's confrontation with Grayson Waller, and they were just ready to handle some business, and AJ Styles came out and he said that he kind of regrets not starting in NXT because he debuted at the Royal Rumble a few years ago and then went straight to the main roster. And he said that he just loves NXT's passion. And he's not going to let Grayson Waller take that away from the NXT universe. But then Grayson interrupted and embarrassed AJ for his loss to Omos on a Raw. And he said that the reason AJ lost was because he was thinking about Grayson and so AJ challenged Grayson to a match right then, but he declined and said that they can face off next week. And so the two of them brawled, but it was AJ who was able to get the last laugh. So we will be seeing these two go at it to next week. And then we saw Pete Dunne challenge Tony D'Angelo for a match next week, and it will be a crowbar on a pole match. So that is definitely going to be very interesting. And then we saw Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter told Amari Miller about their goal, their New Year's resolution to become the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. But Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada, Persia Parada also have the same goal. And so they set up a six-woman tag team match. So Casey, Caden, and Amari... And Indian Persia asked, Tiff asked Tiffany Stratton if she wanted to team with them, but she declines. And after she left, they revealed Wendy Chu. Well, it was just, you know, little, oh my goodness, why can I talk? But she was like in a sleep mask in the corner, and they were just like, who are you? And she's like, I'm Wendy Chu. And so this is also, she's formerly known as Karen Q. She was Mei Ying as well. Um, so, you know, we will be seeing these three women go in a tag team match next week. And we'll get to see the debut of the new Winnie Chu character. And then we saw NSK entered for their match with a mashup of their theme and Riddle's theme. They had a DJ and everything we saw Imperium take on MSK and Riddle, 
and it was MSK and Riddle who were able to get the match. It was Riddle who was able to knock out Marcel Bartel with an RKO. Um, so it was those three who were, who were able to win that match. And then we said Joe Gacy said that Harlan would be happy if the two of them could compete in the Dusty Cup, which is coming up soon, and they don't want to automatically be entered. So, looks like they're trying to prove themselves to qualify to enter the Dusty Cup. And then we saw Mandy Rose for her match, the triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. She arrived in a helicopter, and... Before that match, we got to see Electra Lopez said that next week Santos Escobar is going to be facing Zion Quinn next week, and whoever wins will get to leave with her. So it's kind of, I guess you could say, like a love her or loser kind of match, but we'll just have to see what happens next week. And then we saw Raquel Gonzalez arriving on her motorcycle for the match, and so we got to see... Cora Jade versus Raquel Gonzalez versus Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. There were a lot of great moments during this match. There was one part where Mandy Rose took out Cora Jade, but then she kind of got freaked out by Raquel Gonzalez, and she tried to escape, but Raquel brought her back. But at the end of the match, it was Mandy Rose who was able to roll up Cora Jade and retain her NXT Women's Championship match. Or, well, just her NXT Women's Championship. So we'll have to see what's next for these ladies. And then we saw Boa, of course, with whatever's going on with this newfound power he has. He can't control it, he says. But he just wants to face Solo Sokoa by himself without all the chaos. So we'll have to see how that goes. And then we saw Riddle told MSK to go for the NXT Tag Team Championships. But after he left, he went away on a scooter. The Creed Brothers told MSK to forget about it because they're in the Dusty Cup this year. Of course, last year, MSK made their debut in the Dusty Cup and won. So we'll just have to see what's next. Are the Is MSK, are they going to be able to overcome the Creed Brothers? Are they going to let this stop them from becoming, once again, the NXT Tag Team Champions? And then we saw Andre Chase coming out and his student last week that took the beating from Harlan and that was almost thrown off the roof. He credited that student for trying to save him and gave him a, a full scholarship to Andre Chase University. But then Von Wagner interrupted and said that none of the NXT universe mattered. And Andre tried to make it a teachable moment, but Von, attack Von attacked him and his student that tried to save him last week and other members of the crowd before officials dragged him backstage. And they took him through the trainer's room where Roderick Strong and Ivy Nile were and Von Wagner eyed Ivy. So we'll have to see what goes on between maybe Von Wagner is starting a few with the Diamond Mind or Ivy Nile. We'll have to see what's going on. And then we saw Cameron Grimes said that he is going to start chasing gold in 2022. So hopefully, you know, this will be a great 
year for Cameron Grimes. He is my absolute favorite NXT superstar, so we'll have to see what's next for him. And then we saw Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. There were a lot of crazy moments in this match. Braun Breaker even wore his dad's old boots, and he threw Tommaso Ciampa through a table during the match. And it was Braun Breaker who was able to win the NXT Championship. So he is starting the new year off as the new NXT Champion. So we'll have to see how NXT does with him as the leader. So that is it for the NXT 2.0 New Year's Evil recap. Now let's recap this past week's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. So, on this past week's episode of Friday Night Smackdown, we started out the night with Roman Reigns. Thankfully, he was able to get better in time for Smackdown. He said that he never wants to see Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman again, but they interrupted, of course, and Brock wanted Roman to acknowledge him, and he challenged him to a match, but then Roman trashed Paul, and Paul reminded Roman how much he protected and loved him when he was a special counsel, but then Brock questioned Paul about it, and he told him to shut up, and while they were arguing, Roman took advantage and Superman punched Brock while he was distracted, so looks like maybe a rocky start between Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar right now. We'll have to see how much longer this lasts. Or if it'll last much longer at all. We'll have to see. And then we saw Sami Zayn ahead of his match with Rick Boogs. He said that Rick is just no match for him. And he ran into Johnny Knoxville. Who was there to officially declare for the Royal Rumble. Um, it was revealed of course during day one that he took some entrance interest in joining the Royal Rumble and Sammy told Johnny that he's just not qualified because he doesn't you know have wrestling experience and he just said he wasn't qualified for it and Johnny was like dude all I have to do is just throw someone off over the top rope and then we saw Sami Zayn take on Rick Boogs and at the end of the match it was Rick Boogs who was able to put the win over Sami Zayn, and then after the match, Johnny Knoxville came out, he threw Sami Zayn over the top rope, and then it was announced that he has officially qualified for the Royal Rumble match, so we will be getting to see Johnny Knoxville take part in the Royal Rumble match. And then we saw The New Day ahead of their street fight with the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It was such an incredible match, by the way, at day one when they took on each other. But they said that they were just ready to win the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And then we saw Charlotte Flair came out and she showed a video about the Women's Royal Rumble entrance like we're going to have it's going to be so crazy um we have you know of course Shotzi who I'm very excited for we have Nikki A.S.H. Queen Zelina Natalia Tamina Dana Brooke of course the 
regular women's roster. And then we also have some returns, like Mickey James. She is the current Impact Knockout Women's Champion. Well, she's the Knockouts Champion, because, of course, that is what Impact calls their women's division. Um, we have the Bella Twins, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae. Like, Summer Rae, are you serious right now? But Charlotte announced that she is going to make history and she is going to enter the Royal Rumble. And when she wins, she is going to decide who her challenger for her championship is going to be at WrestleMania. But then Naomi interrupted, and who is also going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble match, and challenged Charlotte to a championship match. But Charlotte says that Naomi just hasn't quite earned it. But then Naomi slapped Charlotte and threw her out of the ring. So we got to see these two ladies in a championship contenders match. And there was one part of the match where um, Naomi was about to win via countout. But then, of course, Sonya Deville came out during the match and said that the match couldn't be won by countout. So... Later in the match, um, they keep wrestling, but then Sonia states that the match can't be won via disqualification and says that it can only be won by pinfall or submission. And so we did actually see Charlotte win the match, and then Sonia firstly announced Naomi as the loser and Charlotte as the winner of that match. So, of course, more abuse of power from Sonia Deville towards Naomi. And then we saw the Usos said that the street fight with the New Day will end the same way as Day One did for the New Day. So they expected it that they would win that match. And then we saw Adam Pierce was telling Sonya Deville that he has to choose an opponent for Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble by the end of the night. And then we saw Happy Corbin had happy talk with a special guest, Drew McIntyre, who was really just Madcap Moss, who was mocking him. And he said that, you know, he would lose to Happy Corbin. But then the Viking Raiders interrupted and they had a match. But it was Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss who were able to win that match. And I was very, of course, upset by, you know, the attack that Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin put on Drew McIntyre at day one. I was screaming because, I mean, I love Drew. That is... Mm. But, yeah, it was very upset, but he has been having some actual neck problems, so hopefully he'll be able to get better soon. And then we saw Seamus, in order to cheer up his protege, Ridge Holland, who broke his nose within the first minute of the kickoff match at day one. I remember, you know, when Ricochet put all the weight on his leg onto Ridge Holland's face. He tagged out, and his nose was bleeding. He was... On the floor, um, there were just puddles of blood, and it was just, uh, it was not good. But Seamus declared for the Royal Rumble to cheer up Ridge Holland, so we'll have to see how that goes. And then we saw the New Day versus the Us. Oh, well, before we saw that match, we saw Adam Pierce told Roman Reigns that he has chosen his opponent for the Royal Rumble. But Roman said that he was focused on watching his cousin's match. And so we saw the New Day versus the Usos. 
in a street fight for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. There were so many crazy moments during this match. The Usos were duct taping King Woods to the ropes. The, the Usos were using steel steps on the New Day. Uh, Roman Reigns, of course, was seen watching this match. And the New Day even put on some night armor um, to fight the Usos during this match. Um, but to get the win, the Usos threw Kofi Kingston through a table to win the match. And after the match, we saw Roman Reigns was, like, chilling in his room. And there was a knock. And he was like, come in. And Seth Rollins came in and laughed at him. So it looks like it will be Seth Rollins who's going to face Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. And it seems that he is um he has actually turned babyface because after the show he came out and he stomped the usos and so it looks like maybe he's being traded to smackdown once again but we'll just have to see what goes down at the royal rumble between these two and how it will progress of course these two used to be teammates in the shield so we'll just have to see how this goes but anyways, that is all for the SmackDown recap and the recaps of this episode. Now, let's talk about some news. WWE has released William Regal and, once again, Samoa Joe. And, of course, more release news. Hopefully, we won't be seeing as many release waves as we did last year, this year, but WWE has released William Regal and Samoa Joe. They have let go of a lot of their NXT, um, you know, pre-NXT 2.0 staff. They've released William Regal, Road Dog, who is a producer, Coach Ace Steel, and writer Ryan Katz, and also Scott Armstrong, um, WWE said to Stapp, with the continued evolution with, of NXT 2.0, we've decided to part ways with some of the staff based in our performance center. We thank them for their many contributions throughout the years and wish them the best. So, of course, that is, you know, it's very shocking, of course, with all these. These are like veterans, basically. Um, so it looks like, of course, with William Regal, being released they will have to find like a new authority figure on NXT television and in Samoa Joe this is his second release within a year after just seven months returning to WWE he was in the first release wave last year that also included uh, Mickey James um, the Iconics of course now known as the Inspiration but yeah, and he came back and he did win the NXT championship, but had to vacate it because of some injuries. But Fightful confirmed with WWE that Samojo has been released once again. So, you know, this really this really sucks. I mean, learning that someone lost their job is never ever a good thing. So, you know, hopefully, of course, these two can find, you know, a new place and new jobs. And I just wish these two 
the best in whatever they do next. If they continue with the world of wrestling or if they do something different, we'll have to see. But let's talk about a rumor. Will Walter start performing on NXT full-time? So it has been reported per Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Walter has moved to the USA and will be a full-time performer on NXT going forward. I think that this would be really awesome if Walter could, you know, go on NXT full-time. You know, we could have the full Imperium lineup together. Of course, you know, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel and also Walter. And of course, you know, Walter coming off his extremely long reign of being the NXT UK world champion. And so maybe he can go for the NXT championship. Of course, we just talked about earlier, we have a new NXT champion, Braun Breaker. Of course, he's going to have everyone coming at him now. You know, I'm sure Tommaso Ciampa is going to be wanting Goldie back soon. And of course, you know, just of course, when you're the champion, everyone hunts you. But of course, Tommaso Ciampa said he was the one hunting Braun Breaker, and it looks like he's going to be doing that as well. But yeah, we'll just have to see maybe, you know, where this whole new thing with Walter performing on NXT full-time goes. We'll just have to wait and see, but I think that this would be awesome. Now, let's talk about a wrestler, Persia Parada. So one of the newest recruits of NXT 2.0 is Persia Parado. We first saw Persia, she, um, I believe, said to the, at the time, women's champions, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, that she and Indy had their eyes on the NXT women's championships. And they are going for those, as we talked about. We saw New Year's Evil, she and per. Well, Indy and Persia both have New Year's resolutions to get the Women's Tag Team Championships. So maybe we'll get to see that dream come true for those two ladies. Of course, Indy is a former NXT Women's Champion in her own right, alongside Candice LeRae back when she was in the way. And I still can't believe that that was a year ago. Like, if y'all follow Indy on Instagram on her stories for the past little while she's been posting memories from like a year ago of her in the way like I can't believe that was a year ago oh my god I feel old but anyways going back to Persia she is quite the underrated superstar already I must say you know she has a pretty good record in handicap matches and I think that she and Indy are quite the tag team and I can't wait to see you know maybe if they do reach their goals and become the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. But yeah, of course, good luck to those ladies. And of course, we'll just have to see, you know, Persia and Indy 2 grow as a tag team and as just competitors in general. So we'll just have to see what's next for Persia and also what's next, next for Indy as well. Now, let's talk about an upcoming match. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. 
So at the Royal Rumble, one of the matches that we will get to see is The Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. This is such an absolute dream match. Of course, this all started at day one. And like I said, the place lost their minds when Beth came out. Like, I lost my mind. Oh, my phone just buzzed. Um, just ignore that. Um, but yeah, this is such a dream match, such dream booking. And of course, I just can't wait to see these two because these are definitely definitions of power couples in the WWE, that is for sure. And so we'll just have to see, you know, are you going with the it couple, Miz and Maurice, or are you going with the grit couple, which is Edge and Beth Phoenix? And of course, maybe we'll be seeing some more in-ring action from Beth Phoenix now because, of course, she recently did leave NXT commentary. So we'll have to see, you know, of course, I think Beth can definitely, I think she's still got it for sure. Um, but we'll just have to see, you know, what happens when these two couples clash at the Royal Rumble. So let's talk about our predictions for this match. So for our predictions for Edge, and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. Like I said, this is going to be an amazing match for sure. This is absolute dream booking. And I just can't wait to see these couples go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Like I said, the energy was electric when these four all met at day one. And it was just such an amazing moment. And my phone buzzed again. Just keep ignoring that but yeah I'm very excited to see this match and for the winner I think I'm definitely gonna have to go with Edge and Beth Phoenix I think they're definitely more of the fan favorite in this match of course they've been around for a while but they've still got it and so for my prediction I'm just going to say that the great couple Edge and Beth Phoenix are going to win this match but I cannot wait to see these couples clash and I just think it's going to be awesome at the Royal Rumble. Of course, I've mentioned on this podcast that the Royal Rumble is my absolute favorite pay-per-view and I'm sure it's a lot of years too listening. But yeah, that'll do it for the season two premiere of What's Up WWE Universe. Again, make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Tell everyone you know so that we can keep our audience growing and spreading. And if you haven't already, make sure you go follow our Facebook page at What's Up WWE Universe Pod. And if you're listening on Spotify, drop a vote and let me know which aspect of the Royal Rumble are you most excited for? Are you excited for the Royal Rumble match? Are you excited for the championship matches? Are you excited for the returns? I mean, we've got some crazy returns. I mean, we got freaking Mickey James, Lita. Like, I can't believe I didn't mention Lita earlier, but yeah, we've got some big names headed up for the lineup and more to come. I mean, Johnny Knoxville, I mean, it can only go like, we have set a bar already so high this year, so who knows what's happening, but we'll just have to see when it's time for the Rumble, and remember, new episodes come out every Sunday. All right, I'm Chloe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!